0: This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1490, How I Finally Let Go of My Ex, The Last Step, part one, by Eddie Corbano of lovesagame.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to ORD, as we start off a brand new week with you, a week full of relationship content that we hope will help you make the most of yours. I'm your host and narrator, Greg Audino, and today we're going to be looking at uh, the idea of breakup recovery yet again as we dive into the first part of a longer article from Eddie Corbano on what the last step required was for him to let go of his ex. So again, part one today and finishing up tomorrow. There's a lot to get through, so let's dive in now and start optimizing your life. How I Finally Let Go of My Ex, The Last Step, part one, by Eddie Corbano of lovesagame.com. Quote, when we're no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. End quote. That's by Victor E. Frankel. Many years ago, I was on the road to meet a friend who lived in a town quite far away. This happened approximately a year and a half after my life changing breakup. I was okay back then. I was essentially over my ex. I had accepted the fact that it was over and I knew we couldn't get back together again. I was already in another relationship And yes, she came to my mind now and then, but I was able to handle it. Again, I was okay. Or so I thought. What happened on that long, lonesome trip threw me off my path so completely that I would have never believed it was possible. But on the other hand, it was a blessing, because it was the last step I had to take to get over her completely and finally let go of her. What happened? It all started with a song. Now, I know what you think not an hour song kind of song. It was something completely different. The radio played an unfamiliar song that touched me on such a deep level that I never thought was possible. The lyrics and the melody knocked me out completely. This song brutally brought to mind what I once had and what I was missing so dearly for such a long time, even though I was already in another relationship. It was there all the time, close to the surface, waiting to push through. I pulled my car over and started to weep like a small child for over 30 minutes. After I composed myself again, I couldn't believe what had happened. Wasn't I over her? How come I lost it so easy? Please, listen on. The Last Resistance While you move through all the phases of breakup recovery, with every step, you bring yourself closer to the ultimate goal, or the big indifference, as I call it. The big indifference is something you need to say you are truly over your ex. Because one fact that remains is that you are not over your ex, and you haven't let go until you can do this one thing. Stand in front of them, talk to them, and feel nothing. Just a distant memory of a once-held emotion. I know that seems impossible for you today, but ultimately this will happen. But before you reach that goal, there is one big bump on the road, the one I was facing at the time, triggered by a simple love song. What happened that day was that in spite of being over her, I just hadn't let go of her yet. Where's the difference? I went through all the phases. I followed the no-contact rule. I suffered through the emotional roller coaster. I consciously accepted the fact that we were not together and would never be again. I rediscovered myself and learned to live alone. I found a life goal, loved myself, and found a wonderful girl. And after all that, I still broke down hearing a silly, cheesy song? A Powerful Belief My problem was that in my head, there was this mathematical equation I'd set up so long ago. It was simple but effective, and still held power over me. It looked like this. Happiness equals X's name, and no X's name equals no happiness. A simple belief that was so powerful that it made me break down after a year and a half of breakup recovery. It was there from the beginning without me even realizing it. Lurking, waiting to come out in the open. Never underestimate the power of a single belief. Now that I knew what went wrong would help me back all this time, I could approach that problem differently. I did that in two ways. How to finally let go of your ex. I knew how powerful affirmations are. I used them heavily in the acceptance phase, so I was confident that they would help me also with this problem. Affirmations are the best way to change false beliefs. Breakup recovery essentially boils down to one thing, changing a set of dominant beliefs. So I came up with this one. I let go of X's name with love and clear myself of chains to the past to make way for new love to enter my life. Applied as usual, three times a day, 25 times in front of a mirror, and one time in writing. Let me tell you, it worked wonders. After only 14 days, I felt a huge relief, as if a heavy weight I didn't even know existed was being lifted from my shoulders. The invisible blockade that was lingering in my newly formed relationship was removed, so it started to thrive, and an overall well-being flooded my soul. That was it. Mission accomplished? Not yet. One last thing to do. Remember, the big indifference. Well, that turned out very unexpectedly. Three weeks after that road trip incident, I received a strange letter. It was an invitation to a wedding. You guessed right. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled, How I Finally Let Go of My Ex, The Last Step, by Eddie Corbano of lovesagame.com. And a great start from Eddie today, leaving us on quite a cliffhanger, isn't he? How exciting. Can't wait to find out the rest tomorrow. Uh, But for today, he's already left us with a lot to think about. One thing for me being the idea that you can't truly be over your ex until you look at them with complete indifference. And I see and respect where he's going with this, but indifference is a surprisingly subjective term. And I just think it's really important to explore our own definition of indifference before living by this piece of wisdom. If someone really meant a lot to you, you might never feel totally indifferent towards them. The weight of what your relationship once was may always be enough to ignite you in some way, maybe get you thinking a little extra about what it could have been. But is this indifference? Who knows? It doesn't sound like it to me. But this can happen without having a burning desire to be back with them or recreate the past. And to me, that's a healthy amount of indifference or indifference in just the right places. So stay mindful of the nuances of indifference, as well as how it may come in waves, depending on how circumstances stand to change after the breakup. Sometimes recovery is up and down, one step forward, two steps backward, and that's okay. But that's enough for me today, everyone. It's time to get going and gear up for part two tomorrow. So I thank you for joining me. I hope you enjoyed part one as much as I did, and I will see you back again tomorrow for the rest. That's where your optimal life awaits.